Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to CADCAT's number 41. I'm your host, GBD, here in Tokyo, Japan. And of course, we are joined by our lovely co-host in New York City, Wombat. I am lovely, by the way. How you doing, Wombat? Last week you were fabulous. This week you are lovely. That's good. I'm doing okay, you know. Seem, I've seen better days, but uh, I heard you had a bad day. I had a pretty bad day, but uh, I'll I'll move. I'll live to see. Things another. are looking up. We got the cast going. Exactly. You're gonna stay up all night to get free poker. No, I'll do it in the morning. I'm up at six uh, thirty. I there you go. It'll be fine. Well, of course, our last show uh, was a big show. Not only was it our 40th episode, but it was our one-year anniversary, and we had Christopher Grant from Joystick join us. Very how did you, what did you, how did you think? Uh, what did you think of CADCast number 40? I thought it was a very good show. I liked it a lot, even though you stepped on me a lot. But other than that, it was a very good show. I stepped on you a lot. Well, somebody uh, brings that up, I think, in one of the CAGBAG questions. There was a lot of feedback from the last show. I couldn't tell if people just wanted to enter into the T-shirt raffle or they... There were just more people listening or more they, people they wanted just, to they sound just wanted, off. They just wanted a T-shirt. Yeah, I shouldn't really fool myself. Um, but there was, it was funny. We had a lot of negative stuff and a lot of positive stuff. Let's, let's start with some of the negative feedback. Scoby said, this is by far my least favorite episode. It seemed like Cheapy D was trying to impress that nerd from Joystick. And who gives a shakfu? When was the last time Joystick saved me cash on games? Uh, while acting somewhat embarrassed about Wombat. Maybe it was just me and my hardline pro Wombat stance, but I definitely got the vibe that Cheapy D was acting like Wombat was a retarded child who he and Mrs. Cheapy adopted and were ashamed of. Oh, I wish I was adopted by you guys, and then I wouldn't have to work anymore. Wait a, <laughs> Wait a minute. you got to pull your own weight around this house. <laughs> like you do? Uh, hey, <laughs> big time, baby. Yeah. Going out and picking up lunch for yourself does not count as running errands. That's pulling my own weight. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, or at least contributing to my own weight. I had, ate a whole pint of Ben & Jerry's cookies and cream last night. That's impressive. Not Ben & Jerry's, haagen I've lost 16 pounds since I started Nutrisystem. Wow. That is awesome. Well, Whip Smart Bank, he also wasn't uh, too thrilled about the last show. He says, well, this is a tough one. As much as I love me some CADCast, this one wasn't as strong as some of the previous episodes. I think Chris Grant is a smart, well-spoken guy. But as a guest, he really doesn't jump in as boldly as he probably needed to. It's not really his fault, of course. It's not a show, and it's incredibly to do so with Cheapy and Wombat. Done 39 shows together, and so on and so forth. And uh, Mr. Original says, so-so, CADCast this time. Like the guest, but definitely devote a segment to just asking questions instead of having him jump in and out of the cast. And he also didn't like the Angry Wombat section. Hmm. Hmm. But there were some positives as well. So, you know, you take the good, take the bad with the good. You Ashes take the good, says, you take the bad, you take them take both. Take them both, and there you have the facts of life. Of course, we've learned a lot from our compulsive television viewing. Exactly. Movies. Where would I be without yeah. Mrs. Garrett? Girls! <laughs> Girls! <laughs> I love the one where they buy, where Tootie uh, buys the bongs. Natalie and Tootie buys the bongs. Do you know that one? No, all I know is, girls, girls. <laughs> oh, oh, that was the best one. Like Blair, the 2D or Natalie finds Blair's bong, and Blair <laughs> says that it's it's a jelly bean holder. <laughs> so Natalie and, I, I can't remember Natalie and 2D, but one of them, they go to the, they, they find the store that sells them, and they buy like 10 bongs. 
Okay, you know, I don't think anyone's calling, calling, listening to Retrocast. Let's move on. Oh, well, the best part is when she pulls them out of the shopping bag and she goes, bong, <laughs> bong, bong. Anyway. Uh-huh. So, uh, Ashes of Wakes is awesome. Cast, one of the best, pretty damn entertaining. Frisky Tanuki says, great show, one of the best in a while. Great pacing, nice amount of topics. You guys didn't ignore your guests or dominate the conversations. And Shipwreck also said he thought it was probably his favorite CADCast so far. Chock full of good content, new segments, and an interesting guest. I thought it was a very good show. I think we did a, as good a job as we could at having never had a guest before. Yeah. And it I was... listened. I actually, this is one of the few ones that I've listened to all the way through, mostly because I had to go back and raise the volume of uh, Christopher, the, which took a very long time. But uh, I thought it was a good show. So screw yeah. you guys who said you didn't like it. <laughs> Not, yeah, of course, no. we uh, we take all feedback uh, to heart. We read everything you say, so please say things because I right. like to read it. And even stuff you say on other websites, we find. I did. I read some. Oh, God, what website was it? Uh, oh, you know, it was funny. I was reading because I, I searched to see if I could find anything about us. And yeah. I have to give uh, Thorbon, who said some nice things about us on Jennifer Sal from EGM's uh, EGM magazine. He said uh-huh. something about us on her blog, and oh, uh, nice. he commented saying that we have a – about me personally, and I just wanted to say a shout-out oh, really? thank you to Thorbon for saying nice things about me on Jennifer Sow's blog. See, I, we find these things, people, so keep spreading it around. Nice. Did we ever mention the British gaming thing? Yeah. I Well, I posted that. I don't think we ever mentioned it podcast. on the air, though. Do you remember the name of the website? British Gaming Blog. There you go. Dot UK. They, they reviewed, they posted an article about the best video game podcasts. Each editor, I think, got to pick one, and one of the editors picked the CADcast. Because so, it's, it's chock full of goodness, mate. That's not really British <laughs> jo- at all. Jolly, you wrote Jolly Good? Jo- jolly Good Show? The tea and crumpets? Big right. Ben? <laughs> Look, kids, Big Ben, Parliament. <laughs> oh, wait, that's not. Um, the other two shows that were mentioned were the One Up Show and the Penny Arcade podcast. I don't, But I don't think they've done a show for like two months. No. Penny Arcade guys, they're busy. They can't be bothered. Is she a friends. goer? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Know what right. I mean? Know what I mean? He wrote both. The, uh, in the article, it says, both guys are really funny with little quips of the game industry, gaming sites, and each other along interesting insights into the world of games. Um... Yeah, and uh, that's it. That's and the, yeah, you know, the British are tend to be tend to know what's cool and hit before we do anyway. Exactly, so. like Ali G. Like Ali G. Like um the the Killers. I don't know. Who yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm making that up. Okay, I know they're not British. Mrs. Wombat well, just yelled from the other room. They're not British. <laughs> thank, thank okay, you. now for the T-shirt drawing. We promised our listeners that if you posted in the discussion thread, you'd have a chance to win a joystick T-shirt. And now I need a drum roll. Ooh, that's good. I like it. And the winner is Kendall. Congratulations, Kendall. You will have a fantastic joystick T-shirt coming your way. What are we giving so, out uh, next week? A whole lot of nothing. Oh, we should give away something every week. Okay, fine. I don't know. I'll think of something. Fine. Post in the forum and you'll get a prize. Finally, I know how to mail things from Japan. Perfect. I've learned, I've learned how to do it. It costs about $10 to mail one video game, uh, and it'll be there in like three or four days. You should days. give away your copy of the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I actually burned it. <laughs> no. Um, 
All right, let's talk a little bit about what we're playing, I think, before we get into the meat of the show. Okay. Um, I have been playing the shit out of Chrome Hounds. Yeah, you seem to really like it, despite its um, mediocre reviews. Yeah, you know, after looking at the reviews, I think the reviews were a little premature. You know, when these when these guys review the games, it's before the game is really out. And this game is primarily an online game. It's meant to be played online with, with a clan, or a squad, as they call it. Okay. Now, these guys reviewed the game before any of that was up and running, and they certainly didn't have any people to play with. So they're basically reviewing the single-player mode and... You know, some of the, like the deathmatch options, which aren't terribly exciting. But the, the heart of this game is the squad, is playing with your squad in the, in the online war. There's a persistent online war that's going on with three different sides. And you basically choose your spots on the battlefield. And you fight in these little battles and everything affects the war that's going on. But what makes the game super addictive is the customization of your hound, or mech, as uh, some people like to call them. If you've played Armored Core, you'd be pretty familiar with this. Have you ever played Armored Core? Nope. Okay, well, like, <laughs> the, 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 great. So, like, the, I've the best seen part the movie, of that game and the, the best... movie Robot Jocks. Does that help? <laughs> no, that's an awful movie. <laughs> um, you Basically, there's like hundreds of parts that you can put together to build your robot. And think like, of it like, like a uh, you know a video game equivalent of uh, like Legos or something yeah. like that or Capstella. Mm-hmm. So you can Capstella. totally customize your mech, and everything, you know, everything gets affected by different parts that you use. So and you can you know you can paint it different colors, all this different stuff. But these battles that you get into online are are very cool. You know, with the rockets flying over, definitely very addictive. And if you read Penny Arcade, you can see that Tycho. Uh, is also addicted to this game. I see him online all the time. I did challenge him and his squad to a scrimmage, but I have not heard back yet. So if, you, if you're someone who liked Armored Core and wished that the game was online, then you're going to love this game. If, uh, it's, although it is a slower-paced game than Armored Core. Uh, if Armored Core didn't do it for you, then you know definitely stay, stay away. And if you have doubts, rent it. Sounds good. Sounds good. What other thing I wanted to touch on <laughs> yes. was, was that they just released parts for Chrome Hounds via the marketplace. Yeah, they were complaining about that on, was it Kotaku? Everybody was complaining yeah, about it. Did you it. complain about it? Are you going to complain about I'm it? I'm going to complain about it right now. All right, go for it. Basically, you know, they're charging $1.25 for, for each part. Okay? Now, these are... These are things that can affect like the online portion of the game. Apparently, like I've read some reviews of the parts. You know, they don't really give you very much information. Uh-huh. You don't really know anything about them until you buy them, or unless you go to some web, uh, some forum, and find someone who's posted information about it. But apparently, the parts aren't that great. But they do, you know, going forward, these things do have the potential to ruin the balance of online play. You know, those who feel like spending all the money on these parts, you know, could have a decided advantage over those who don't. Just like so life. One, 
just like life, but those of course... Are, those you know, who are willing to spend tend to have the best things. Right, the haves and the have-nots, of yeah. course. But, you know, this is, a you know, a, once again, another slippery slope for the Xbox Live Marketplace, and we... I'm really hoping that Microsoft, you know, takes a look at all the negative feedback that that they got over this Chrome Hounds thing, and you know, pays attention. I noticed on the Major Nelson website there was like hundreds and hundreds of negative comments on his blog, like like 400. So we're all, and you know, Luke Smith at One Up wrote something about this, and. You know, most of the feedback has been negative, you know, so far. I refuse to buy any of this. Well, I'm going to go back to my rant from last week. Has anyone got, I mean, let's face it, Major Nelson isn't the source. What do you mean? He's not the source of the of the microtransactions. He has no say in how. He runs, he's the director of Xbox Live. So it's his his call. Yes. So, and what has he said? Nothing. What is uh, has has Troy from One Up gone and asked him personally? Who's Troy? Whatever the guy from One Up. I thought you <laughs> said that was Luke. Luke Troy. It's all the same crap. Um, I, he just wrote an article. Their names. They have four letters. Right. He just wrote an article. I don't know what what'll come with it, but you know they gotta really Again, get that he just, shit together. He just wrote an article. That's What's it. What's that? He didn't ask anyone. He didn't try and find out why. But... I... With the thought know. process, I, just wrote, I think like you talked about last week, he just wrote an article and didn't get too deep into it. But you know, it's something. It makes me sad. It makes she be sad when I see these things because I ain't buying them. I refuse. Okay, you should. Matter of principle. Well, here's me. the other thing, though. Let's let's go to the flip side then on, of a situation like this. So you're saying that these weapons affect online play, and say you yes. find that one weapon is effective. Yes. And all the other ones are crap. Okay. So instead of buying all these weapons in a bundle for four dollars, you know you could just buy one for seventy five cents, and it's the only one that matters. Right, but they're a dollar twenty five. Whatever. And there is no bundle. I'm saying there's no bundle for. So right. say it's a bundle for seven dollars or one for one twenty five. Well, I, I'd rather and only than one be of them like is worth cents. buying. These okay. are supposed to be micro transactions, you know, like a dollar selling like ten parts for a dollar twenty five each. I don't know. It could be a lot more micro in my eyes. Yes, it could be. So or what about two two for one twenty five? I maybe I don't know. Just the whole fact, the whole concept of being able to buy a gun and then use it online against people who, you know, maybe don't have the money to buy it. They've already spent sixty dollars for the game. Maybe they have, you know, maybe they are. It's a matter of principle for them. You know, they only want to spend sixty dollars on a game. It just opens up a whole floodgate, and no, they I don't should, like to see it. I mean, yeah, I would rather them be free. If you're asking me, they should be free. You spend 60 bucks. 60 bucks is enough. Maybe right. if the game was a greatest hits title, and you want to pad... Or a budget title. Yeah, yeah. And you want to pad your budget title, then I could possibly... I still wouldn't like it, but I could at least understand it. Yeah, it's it bugs me. It really, It's really rubbing me the wrong way. So somebody get their shit together and take a look at that. And someone, yeah, and, I, and so Major Nelson said nothing, Take a nothing, look at that, huh? too. Nothing. Uh, he had one thing. I think he posted, you know, I got some emails, and, you know, I got more positive emails than negative emails. But that's, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, there was 400 posts on his site that, you know, they were almost all negative. So, yeah, so maybe the positive people emailed him to, to lather up his butt a little bit. But, you know, what can I tell you? No accountability. That's the problem. No one's forcing accountability. Just like the U.S. government. Exactly. It's bullshit. It's All right. Bullshit. <laughs> I also got Dead Rising. Ah, what do you think? My, I have updated impressions on that game. Okay, as well. I, I like it. Mm-hmm. The save 
the save issue that you were ranting about or talking about last time, not that big of a deal for me. You know, I'm able to sort of save. Maybe later in the game it becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I said, I've been playing a lot of Chrome Hound, so I've, I've, I'm only on day two of Dead Rising. Um, haven't gotten that far, but the game is enjoyable. I do wish it was more open, but I guess, you know, like a Grand Theft Auto type game, but I guess maybe you unlock that later if you beat the game. What are your updated impressions? Well, here it is. I just want to to edit my complaints about the save system. You know, it's mm-hmm. not necessarily the where the save points are and how hard it is to sometimes get to one. It mm-hmm. would be better if there were multiple save slots. Right. That would make buy their a memory card. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. I'm going to go out and buy a $40 peripheral for one game. That's right. why I have a hard drive, so I don't need right. a memory card. That's the whole point. That's yeah, Capcom think. has the worst excuses. Have you also read their excuse for what to do with the HD? Yeah, if that's terrible. Turn, terrible. stand on your head and yeah. take mushrooms. I mean, really, it's just, I mean, no, fix your game. There, and here's, here's, what they sh- <laughs> here's what they should have done. Wombat yes. says what they should have done. Basically, they should have had multiple save slots. They could have set the, kept the save system the same and just had multiple save slots. It would right. have People complain game... that we didn't talk about what the save system was. Basically, you could only save in certain locations. So, you know, much like Resident Evil where you could only save at the typewriter, this game you can only save at, you know, in the gym or in the security room or in the bathroom. Yeah, and of course, this mall, which is the size of a small city, has two bathrooms in it. <laughs> right. So, I don't know who built it, but they really need to talk to their contractor. You know what was the worst save system ever? What? Uh, Way of the Samurai. I would would know. You could only have... It was so confusing. You could only have one save, and it would erase the other save. And it was actually a very similar type game where it was a... You only played for like a day or two or something Mm -hmm. like that. There was like a time system and... The Very game, similar, the actually. game would have been better. You know, it it almost it would work if the main quest wasn't timed. Like if you had your, you know, you could take as long as you want between the main case files. But and the, the actual subs, and the, the submissions sub, were were timed because that would be cool. It's like okay, well, like Grand Theft Auto, like Grand Theft. Well, the Grand Theft the submissions aren't always necessarily. It's not timed in the sense of, you know, it. In Dead Rising, the missions submissions are timed in the sense of, you know, there's someone trapped in a shop in the mall, and you only have, you know, an hour to get there to get them out before the zombies eat the person. That right. should be timed. It makes sense, and that does add tension, especially if you're on the other side of the mall. But when you know that you'll have an hour to save the person in the store, but only an hour to do the main quest, you're just not going to bother to save the person. I haven't bothered. I've I've been told by people not to bother with the subquests and just go for the main story. Exactly, and that ruins the game. It it ruins the game for me because it's it's a great game with such a huge gaping flaw bleeding out of the middle of it that it becomes more of a frustration than enjoyment. I see. Yeah, well, that's maybe why I've been playing Chrome Hounds. Not, so, <laughs> not Dead Rising. Yeah, that's why I started playing Oblivion again. <laughs> oh, boy. I downloaded okay. the Vampire Lair. Nice. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. Moving on, uh, one thing that you wanted, we were going to talk about it last week, I think, but because we had uh, Christopher Grant, we, we sort of postponed it to this week, and that was some recent controversy on Cheap Ass Gamer regarding shopping morals. We recently made the decision that instead of having deal threads getting weighed down and diluted with people saying, 
you know, this is a pricing error, you shouldn't take advantage of it, or something of that nature. We've created a separate thread where people can discuss shopping morals as a sticky in the, the, in the deal discussion forum. Now, I know that some people were against that, and uh, you were one of them. I was. I didn't think, and I, I mean, it's not that I don't think it's a good idea. I think that the, the forum has its place in that thread, that sticky thread has its place to discuss basic morals and you know in a site like this where sometimes there's a gray area to discuss those things in general but i feel if someone has a specific problem with a specific deal they shouldn't feel afraid to mention it in that thread okay well here's why i did what i did and it's not be and it's not because i don't have any morals or anything like that problem is as soon as that happens in a deal thread where somebody says, oh, you, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. You, you wind up having half the thread become an argument between those people. And it just takes up room and it's like the, the signal to noise ratio becomes very poor. And those, those who are looking for real information have a very difficult time finding it. It's not that I, you know, approve of People taking advantage of price errors, you know, if you notice, I never post these things on the front page, but it is what it is, and I don't want to censor, if something's not illegal or, you know, somewhat, if it's just somewhat questionable, I'd rather have people make up their own decisions, you know, I'm not your mother, and I don't want to be, you know, putting in uh, censorship and limiting discussion, I just, you know, I would like to limit the location of the discussion but so you know we, i the the only reason why i don't agree with that is the sense that someone may not realize that what they're doing is in in a way wrong i understand okay. and they're not going to go to the morality thread to find, to out, find out if why. that deal that they don't know is wrong is wrong they're going to how many to see people it in that thread. do you think have changed their mind based on something that they've read on an internet forum you'd probably be surprised I would be surprised. You probably would be surprised. If it was more than 3%, I would be surprised. I, then I think you'd be surprised. I think there are people who, who initially say, oh, price match. <laughs> oh, there's a price error. It's their own fault. I'm going to take advantage of it. And you know what? It does screw over some people who work hard in these stores. Who works hard in these stores? There are people who work hard in Circuit City. There are? Sure. In Manhattan? Maybe. <laughs> I've never seen them. It could happen. It could happen. No, I'm sure. I'm sure there are people, but I'm sure there know, are. A decision too, was made. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, we can go back to the way it was before. But I know. just don't think anyone who has a who finds a deal that finds that a deal is questionable shouldn't be afraid to post it because they think that some other guy is going to start posting. You're an idiot. This doesn't even belong here. It belongs in this thread. You're a well, jerk. Then go they away. can post it there, or we'll move it there, and the discussion can take place there. Simple so, as that. I just don't want it to breed fear of people who want to speak out if they don't think something's proper. Okay, fair enough. So, Moving on. In, in Little, conclusion, you're a jerk. Thank you. <laughs> That's what we can all learn from this. How about a little your man in Japan action? I'm what? not in Japan. I am. Oh. Why don't you try to pretend like you're interested this time? I'll do, my, to... I'll, I'll do my best. Okay. All right, this segment is called Your Man in Japan Goes to the Movies. Because, uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, you're, you're, speaking. You're, you're trying really hard over there. <laughs> well, for the first time, I went to a movie theater uh, in Tokyo. My, even though I've been here for almost 10 months now, I finally wow. made it to a theater. 
Uh, and it was very interesting to see the differences between the movie-going experience in Japan compared to New York City. What's what's the price up to in, in Manhattan these days? It's like ten twenty-five or ten seventy-five, no. something like that. Something like that. Okay. Well, here it's a, it's a little more expensive, eighteen hundred yen, which is about fifteen dollars and fifty cents. That's a lot of money to see a movie. That is a lot of money, which was part of the reason why it's taken me so long to, to go to a movie theater. How much is the average DVD in Japan? I don't, you know, I I rent them, so I don't know. I mean, I can rent them for about you know three fifty or so. Okay, still you're still saving money. By renting. Yeah, yeah. Of course. The problem is, you know, the release schedule is so far behind the U.S. Most movies don't come out for many, many months after uh, they, they're released in the U.S. And, you know, same with the DVDs, obviously. Um, but, you know, this was, I saw Superman Returns. I'm sorry. So, th- so this one actually wasn't too far in advance. But besides the price, you know, the, the price almost evens out because the food is much cheaper. Here in Japan, so like popcorn is only like a buck fifty, as opposed to four dollars. Yeah, four or five bucks. Then again, it's a much smaller popcorn. It's a Japanese size popcorn. So is that like one size? Four kernels, and they bow to you when they give it to you. It would have been like the equivalent of the the small one in the U.S. or maybe even the kitty size. Mm. But they do also serve beer in the theater, so I did get a beer pot and popcorn set. For like six bucks, which was delicious. But here's the biggest difference in the movie-going experience. First of all, nobody talks during the movie at all. It's dead silent. People, you know, something that I guess you'd expect from Japan, people being a little more polite. It was funny. I was talking to Kag, the King Rocker, you know, who lives in Japan as well. Mm-hmm. He was telling me how he went to see uh, one of the Harry Potter movies. And I guess there was a, there were a few jokes in the movie, and he laughed. You know, I guess he he laughed. It was funny. The guy next to him yelled at him for being too loud. <laughs> and you know, King Rocker is Japanese is pretty good, so he could actually understand and talk back. So he told the guy, he's like, "Look, it was funny. I laughed." So the guy's like, "Oh, can you be quieter? Can you laugh quieter?" And he just is like, no, <laughs> can't. <laughs> of course, his girlfriend, you know, died a thousand deaths of embarrassment. But uh, such, you know, such is life. But the biggest difference of all seeing a movie in Japan and the U.S. is that when the movie ends and the credits come on, they don't turn the lights on until the credits are completely done and nobody leaves until the credits are completely done. Which is weird since it's all in English and they probably have no idea what's going on anyway. And it's probably monumentally boring, especially at the end of Superman. Those <sighs> credits are ridiculous. It was it was a good a solid ten minutes of sitting there. Why why didn't you just get up and go? Because you're sitting. We were sitting right in the middle, and there wasn't the lights weren't on. Oh, and also it's like assigned seating too. So like when you go to a play, you know you have a specific. I, I am seat familiar number. with the phrase assigned seating. Oh, thanks, you are. thanks for explaining it to us. <laughs> So wait, wait, wait! Go back a step. Wait. So they give you a ticket, and it has a seat number on it. Right. What's the and seat? you have to sit in the seat with the number on it. 
I noticed also there was a lot of booster seats too, so people could see over the seats. That's that's pretty. But uh, anyway, so that's your man in Japan goes to the, to the movies. Not that exciting, I know, but I, I didn't I haven't done much the last week. It's been pretty hot, so I've I've basically been sitting inside my apartment playing Chromans. So there you go. On to the new releases. Sure. There's only not too many worth talking about. The big one, of course, the 800-pound gorilla. Madden 07. Did you get it? I did. I picked up a copy today. Did you try it? I haven't played it yet. No. I picked no, it up. The reviews with, uh, haven't been that great. I mean, they, I mean, well, they've been know, in like the eights, right? Yeah, they've been in the eights. They say it's the best for the 360 so far. Of course, there's oh, only great. been two, and last year's was abysmal. Right. I got last year's as a gift, and I sold it back before the price went down on the trade-in value. And because it was just awful, I it has the features in it this year that it was missing for me last year. You know, the Creative Player Hall, right, of, Fame Hall of Fame and Superstar. some and the mini camp. So I'm hoping I'm hoping to enjoy it. I don't. But from the reviews, it sounds like it hasn't it hasn't blown anyone away, and it sounds like the reviews weren't that much higher than the current gen versions. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, I'm I'm looking for a solid Madden game. I know it sounds silly, but you know, I I like Madden as a franchise. I know a lot right. of people don't. I know it's not cool to like Madden anymore. Yep. But I've always liked Madden as a franchise since the early '90s when it was introduced. Yep. And I'm not gonna stop liking stop like last year's was a huge disappointment, and it took me a lot. It took a lot of self arguing to to pick it up this year. I will mm-hmm. admit that. What I did do, Mrs. Wombat and I on Sunday went to the uh, to the bank and mm-hmm. exchanged all our change that we had lying around the apartment. So you paid for it in pennies. I paid for it in pennies, basically. Exactly. So mm-hmm. there was that whole thing. It was we each had enough money to buy something silly with. Right. So Mrs. Wombat bought clothing and I bought Madden. Right. Which is how it's supposed to go. All right. So I picked so up Madden. Well. I haven't played it yet. I'll find out how it is. If it's awful, I'll let you know next week. But I'm hoping it's All not. Right. I just want a solid. Football I'm sure it's game. not awful. It sounds like at least it doesn't suck, but it's not gonna. It's not gonna rock your world. I just want all I'm looking for is a good. I don't have any copies of Madden. The only copy I have of Madden, I think, right now is 2004 Madden 2004. Gotcha for the PS2. So it's not like okay. I'm sitting on a stack of roster updates. Fair enough. So right. yeah. what else we got? This okay, week? fine. Got... I'll stop yammering. Yeah, enough Madden. Justifying my Madden purchase. <laughs> All right. Feel good about yourself. I do. Pennies. All right. Texas Hold'em is coming out for a 360 uh, arcade, and of course, the big news is that it's free for 48 hours, starting midnight uh, Wednesday, 1 a.m. Pacific time. Oh, 1 a.m. Ugh, 3 a.m. My time. 4 uh, 4 a.m. 4 a.m. I'll be asleep. Well, it'll be 5 p.m. my time today, so I'll be, <laughs> Lucky uh, you. Yeah, You'll be the so first be person. There. You'll be the first kid on the block to have it. Yeah, so that's uh, that's good news. So obviously everybody picked that up for free. You can't. It's going to be 800 points afterwards. Oh, that's ridiculous. So. <laughs> it's ridiculous? That's ridiculous. 800 so, yeah, points. So that's a lot. That, that's a I don't know. I don't think there's any reviews out left but, uh, yet, but who cares? Who needs reviews? It's freaking free. Uh-huh. Um, we also got Bad Day L.A., is that coming out now? I, I didn't even realize that game was it's actually It's out coming. for the PC. Um, I see Edge Magazine gave it a 4 out of 10. So that's not Ooh. too... But this is like a cartoon-based game. It looks a little bit like uh, yeah. State of Emergency, but it's supposed to have a really good sense of humor. But 4 out of 10 certainly isn't too uh, encouraging. Yeah, well, what can you do? 
I didn't realize that there was a Tenchu coming out for the DS. This uh... it's terrible. It's been I, it's been out in the uh, it's been out in Japan for a while. Oh, it's it actually bad. an exclusive to the EB GameStop uh, monopoly. Oh, I didn't know that. I am pretty sure that is the case, but the Japan. I remember the Japan reviews are really poor. So, what happened to that? That had so much promise when it first came out. Tenchu. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It Maybe was like a stealth game. Co-op Tenchu. It was, Maybe but it was a cool stealth game. game before stealth games were really pop. You know, it predates uh, Splinter Cell by what? Two years, three a while. years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Tenchu for the first Tenchu, Tenchu Stealth Assassins on the PlayStation One is still one of my top three PlayStation One games ever. Oh, very nice. That game was a lot of fun, and it was so different when it came out. And it didn't need my... multiplayer. It wasn't about multiplayer. It was about sneaking around as a ninja. Yeah. How do you screw that up? Back in my day, we didn't need multiplayer. That's right. We snuck around as ninjas, and we had and limited, we it. <laughs> limited throwing stars. It had that cool thing. Remember, you could, uh, you could, uh, it had the costume where you could dress up like an enemy, and then oh, just walk. Yeah. Then you could just, just like walk behind them and do this, do, do the stealth kill. Like you could stand yeah. in front of them and then walk right behind them and do a stealth kill, and that was it. It was pretty, pretty cool. silly. It was silly. Yeah. All right. And it was blind. what else we got? Uh, a bunch of other crap. Pac-Man World Rally. I'm sure everyone's waiting for that one. And I don't know. That's about it. Okay, crap and crap and more crap. Crap and crap. Any good deals? Uh, a couple, a couple interesting deals. Uh, we just talked about Madden. Madden at Circuit City this week. Part of the weekly ad. You can get the 360 version for 48 bucks. That's where I got mine. Very nice. Yep. Four thousand um, eight hundred pennies. There you go. Xbox and PS2, 38 bucks. GameCube, PSP, and PC, 28 bucks. DS, 30 bucks. Uh, we just mentioned the free Texas Hold'em. Uh, I just set up this new Best of Amazon thing. Amazon has like a this associate part of their associate program. You can set up like a little store, and you can put fill it with like featured products, and you can ma- have the colors match your website. So I decided I will set up something, and I'll always keep the top nine best active deals uh, that are going on at Amazon. You can find the link for it uh, in the, our coupon links section on the front page under Amazon, under CAG Best Sellers, and also under the drop-down shop menu in the forum header. All right, so then. That's very exciting. Uh, some I'm of the deals from there. I'm excited thinking about it. What's that? I'm excited thinking about it. Yeah, of course you are. Uh, there is Final Fantasy three for the DS. They have a thirty-four dollar pre-order shipped. That game looks like it's going to be forty bucks. MSRP. All right. So uh, that's a pretty good deal. And I don't know. You got you got Unreal Championship for the Xbox for for uh, five bucks. And of course the Xbox Live twelve month card is still going around for thirty-six bucks. You know some good deals there. Sounds good. So, all right. And what, yes. of course, we talked about the free Texas Hold'em. Can't miss that. And on to the news blast. News blast. Big news this week from uh, Cheap Ass Gamer. CAG KJ Auburn uh, told us all about Toys R Us breaking the street date on the Xbox Live Vision camera. Well, there's breaking a street date, and then there's like, how the hell did they get it a month early breaking the street yeah, date? Yeah, that's pretty interesting. I noticed Major Nelson didn't post anything about that. Maybe yeah, he's he's, uh, he's too busy rubbing his lamp. <laughs> right. 
So uh, he uh, caged you over. Well, it was funnier than that, you jerk. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Sorry. Uh, I knew there was a bad um, bewitched joke coming. <laughs> My radar went off. So uh, not only did he tell us the news about the camera, but he posted pictures and a full review. It made it onto Kotaku, which is very nice. And not only did he do all that, but he sent one to me in Wombat as well. Hooray! I can't wait. So, so we'll have one. I mean, not for free. We have to pay for it, but very nice of him to go through the trouble. Um, so I should have mine. You know, We should both have ours probably around the same time, towards the end of this week. Or around the end of the week, and everyone can look at my beautiful mug while playing Everyone poker. can look at my testicles. <laughs> as I posted on Kotaku, I expect to be the very first man to send his testicles from Japan to, to America via Xbox 360. You are one class act. Yes, so someone contact Guinness Book of World Records, you know, get them over here. It's going to be beautiful. Did you ever register class act gamer like I told you to? No, I didn't. <laughs> now I know why. Right. So, and now that you said that, I'm sure someone will run and do it. Yeah, probably. Asshole. Okay, big news, big PS3 rumors coming around. Uh, this is from the Modojo forums. This guy it sounds like he's sort of in the know. Um... Good news for for some PS3 fans out there. One of the big rumors was that uh, Oblivion will be out soon for PS3 and that it's going to have all new high-resolution resolution textures because of the Blu-ray drive and it can hold more. And it's going to just blow you away and look really amazing. Uh, what were some of the other ones? Uh... That Blu-ray is definitely going to win the, 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 the high-def format war. And that there's going to be some very big news coming out between now and Tokyo Game Show. Okay. That, uh, yeah, I don't know. You check it out. I'll post a link. It's a lot of stuff to go through. So I'm just going to post a link. Um, and that Killzone 2 is going to look just like the video. That's the other big rumor. Well, you know... <laughs> Speculation is about is worth about as much as the uh, the blog it's printed on, right? So until it's out, it don't mean crap. And okay. That goes for and all some... systems and all games. Until it's in a, my hand, it don't mean nothing. In a related story, uh, Joystick had uh, a story up about Resistance, the PS3 title from Insomniac. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they said that yeah, the game is currently taking up 22 gigabytes. So. You know, maybe there is some truth to uh, these games needing more space. But the big news about this game is it's going to have 40-player online matches at launch. That's pretty big. I don't know what that's going to be like. I don't know. Pretty, pretty hectic. Also, uh, there'll be the shake functionality. Like when an enemy jumps onto you, you know, you can shake the joist. You shake off the melee attacks by shaking the controller. Ah, pretty interesting. Yeah, and same with like the you know hitting people with your rifles. You can like do the Boof. Uh, punch Boof. thing. Boof. Yeah, got yeah. it, got it. So, who knows? Maybe it'll it'll be a killer app. And that would be, be great. It would it would uh, justify the reason for not making. Uh, they made what Ratchet and Clank, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I why no Ratchet <laughs> and Clank for launch? I don't. I don't Who ask knows? too many questions. Why, why ask like, questions that I don't want to know the answer to? 
I definitely would not be surprised if we start to see some some better news for the PS3 start to come up. I, uh, I as much as anyone, would love to hear some good news. I want to hear of positive course. things about the PS3. Of course. of course you do. I want to buy. I mean, I want to buy one at launch. I mean, at, at least just for the the good DVD player. I mean, uh, I have an, an HDMI compatible TV, and I have a thirty dollars DVD player. Well, when I was so. in my GameStop uh, to pick up Dead Rising. One of the guys, someone was in there and asked about pre-ordering himself a PS3. Yeah. And the guy behind the counter, who I've spoken to many times at this point, probably going on like three years. This guy's the same guy's been there. He's mm-hmm. like, he would, he said, we can't take any pre-orders. Yep, I heard, I read that they're not taking pre-order. Uh, EB and GameStop are not taking pre-orders, in part from the fact the debacle that happened with the 360 launch. You know what he told where the customer? Still- Told the, told the customer that that store already fulfilled all their pre-orders because between launch and after Christmas, they're only getting six. <laughs> oh, you said they took pre-orders already? Yeah, they took their six pre-orders. My God. That's it. They're only getting six. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Between in Manhattan, big, big, you know, gay, big EB yeah. in Manhattan. Big market. Big market. They're getting six. Ooh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be very ugly on you. At least that's what he told the guy. I mean, he's you know, I guess as reliable a source as anyone. As any, yeah. Yeah, but uh, six, six per GameStop, per right. EV GameStop. So, so good luck, everyone. <laughs> good luck. These are gonna be selling for like two grand on eBay at mm-hmm. least. It's gonna like be an, ugly. yeah, like small cars. They're gonna be selling for yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, next, uh, some more rumors, this time for the Wii. Tokyo, this is from IGN. Uh, Tokyo-based Citigroup has issued a report on the Nintendo's rising stock price, which I feel responsible for due to my Bloomberg uh, appearance. I think that was, it was all you. So I would like to receive some gifts from Nintendo. It was funny, I was watching those animated gifts. By gifts, gifts. I mean cash. I was watching the the animated pictures of you from the... From the oh, the animated gifts. Somebody on on the NeoGAF forums put together some animated gifts of my eyebrows going up and me laughing. Did you ever see the movie um, uh, Freaks from the 1930s? No. Where they used real circus freaks? No. And they You're had the pin. I look like a circus freak. Yeah, you look like a, you look like a pinhead. It was pretty funny. Great. Uh huh. If you don't know what a pinhead is, you can go Google that. Maybe that's why they haven't called me back. Maybe, because you look like, uh, you know, what, what was it, oh. the Pinhead the Clown? Anyway, the rumor from uh, from this analyst is that the Wii will carry a Japanese price of 19,800 yen, which is about 170 bucks, and this is based upon the fact that Nintendo is going to be able to make these, make the CPUs cheaper than they had originally thought. So maybe we'll see a $170, $200 Wii. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Can't wait. And uh, last but not least, looks like uh, Guitar Hero 2 is going to get some Guns N' Roses action. Sweet Child of Mine has now been confirmed. That's awesome. Which is, I'm very happy about Me that. Me too, that's great news. I, was, I, was, I listened to uh, Use Your Illusion on my way home from work today, so. Oh, really? Yeah. It's more coincidence than uh, right. than, pre- than celebration. Pre- yeah, but it was pretty cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I have I have one more story, actually. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, Two retards, <laughs> uh, maybe not, Virginian, the Virginianites, yeah, let me rephrase that, fine line. Uh, were arrested for <laughs> stuffing $1,200 worth of games down their pants that they stole from Walmart, 
and then selling them to selling them to the GameStop next door, <laughs> which is pretty amazing. I mean, I don't know which is which is dumber: the fact that they were stealing the games in the first place, or that they stole the games and then stole them back for like peanuts. I mean, sold them back for peanuts uh, to GameStop. Wouldn't you sell them on eBay or something? Well, you know, it it it, it re- it's a lot less effort to sell it back to GameStop. Oh, actually, and then you're committing um, a, fel- a uh, felony, I guess, because it's like mail fraud then. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're really smart. Yeah, it's just, you know, sure, you only get, say, 600 bucks for your $1,200 worth of games, but... $1,200 worth of games. So wait, let's... So $1,200... Don't do math. It'll just hurt yourself. Divided by 50. That's 24 games. So that's 12 games down each of their pants. No, they were probably wearing those big. I would like to pants. say that there's not that much space in my pants <laughs> to put that many games. Maybe I can get like a DS cartridge in there. Oh, if that's the case, then you need to stop eating so much. <laughs> that's not what I was referring to. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I was referring to my Wii. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. anyway. Yeah. On to the cag. Oh no! On One more the- segment. One more segment before the CAG bag. Yes, because this week I'm not particularly angry, so we're not calling it the Angry Wombat this week. And we're going to okay, go with... Okay, what are we calling it? We're going with a suggestion that came from the forums. I'm, we're going to call it the Wombat's Burrow. Who suggested it? I have no, no idea. That I, I, I've, uh. I know, I'm a jerk. I should have looked it up before we okay. did this. You what is this week's Wombat? Is this going to replace Angry Wombat? Um, you think? I think well, well if, when I am angry, it'll be Angry Wombat's Burrow, but it'll always be the Wombat's Burrow. <laughs> Okay, nicely done. What do you got for us? Well, here's here's really the con- it's more of a conclusion this week. Okay. I realized something really last week. I figured this out. Mm-hmm. And it happens and it's time has now passed and I think maybe Bomberman for the for the 360 is is has really hit it home. Okay. But uh there comes a time with every new console Mm-hmm. Where just because a game is being released on that console, yes, it's news. Okay, that era has officially ended for the 360. Oh, we can, I we, see. I mean, there's enough games. There's, there's enough, enough games, games out now. and there's enough games out now that you, and you and I, we've both been guilty of this. Yep, of hyping and talking about a 360 game just because it came out on the 360. That era is no well, is now over. We can no longer do it unless it's an outstanding game in its own right, regardless of the system it's on. We yep. can't we can't talk about it. Yeah, I see. You know, the reason for that is you know you lay out 400 bucks plus you know plus tax. It is news to you when when a game comes you out. You know, it also is like Dead Rising is a great example of that. If Dead Rising was a PlayStation 2 game that came out last year, no one would be talking. Well, I don't think I don't think it would have gotten half the news price it would have gotten. Right. I don't think a game like Dead Rising could run on a PS2 last year because of the amount of, right, of things course. going on the screen. But you know that you get my point. Right. I I don't right, think well. the, I don't think the game warranted the hype it got, and I think that only because it was released during a time and we really? we hmm. as responsible consumers need to stop nip it and for the 360 it ended it ended last week there's the, a lot of yeah there's so many games coming out now i mean look you got madden this week you got madden's on everything Saints row next week you got the hockey games are coming out uh middle of september 
It ends. Games coming it out. ends. It will only talk about the game if it if the if it's extraordinary in its own right, not because it's a 360 game. Well, once the like, PS3 we, comes we out, we completely stepped start over, all over again. We completely stepped over Okami. That was a great PS2 game, but we, it's not out yet. It, it, it's coming out soon. It's been reviewed everywhere. Well, it's been out in Japan for a while. Yeah. So it's not out yet here. Uh, By the way, uh, it was Rajago was the one who came up with the burrow. Ah, good work. Thank you, Rajago. So uh, yeah, I mean, we're gonna when the PS3 comes out, this is gonna start all over again, especially and with the wheel like all over again. Coming out and long. I wanna, I wanna try and nip it now. I want we, we should all be aware of it. I think uh, everyone's I guilty just, of it. I disagree. Everyone's I don't think there's anything wrong it. with it. I mean, look, it is news. If you for the PS3, you spend six hundred dollars plus tax. Damn straight, it's news when a game comes out. Gotta have some. Otherwise, I'm just going to be watching Blu-ray movies. <laughs> you know? I mean, I know what you're saying, but uh, all right. There you go. I like your. Uh, I like the insight, though. Yeah, and it's officially that era has ended, though. I, the, the real insight is for the 360, it's now over. There's nothing special about a 360 game coming out because just, it's, just because it's a 360 game. Okay. That does. Fair that's enough. not enough to make it special anymore. That era has ended. And that's this week's Wombat's Burrow. Thank you. No thank problem. you, Wombat. Oh, thank you. Nicely done. On yeah. to the CAG bag. Okay, Poison Ninja asks, Hey guys, the, race, the issues of race and stereotypes in games as they continue to become mainstream is bound to only get larger. My question is, do you think the cost and risk involved in making a game these days is why games stick to stereotypes of race and why there hasn't been a game with all Latino or all African American characters? Well... Here's what it is. Here's what I think. You know, games are now, you know, games are now officially big business. It costs millions of dollars to make a, a next-gen game. And when that happens, that the big companies are playing a big role in the production of the game. It's not just down to the developers any, anymore. Uh, you know, the, pro the producers the, of the game, the people who put up the money, have a big, big say in what goes on, and of course, they are using a lot of market research, and they want to go with what's safe, you know, and what they think is going to give them the best return on their investment. They're not going to take risks, and that's why you don't see any risk-taking in terms of uh, race in games. Okay. What do you think of that? I, I mean, yes, you, uh, you obviously make a good point, but I also think it would be... I think it would almost be a novel and welcome change to have a character because it's true. It just doesn't happen. There's not a character that's Latino or African American in games for no reason. Right. Like when a character is black or Latino, you tend to be for some reason. It's, it's you know for a reason. Oh, this character is supposed to be black. Right. Not just because they decided you know. Oh, this character is he's black. There are exceptions, of course, They're, now and then, yeah, but for the most part, part that's the know. reason. And it would be nice to see more of that. Yes. From okay. a personal Next, standpoint. Levi three 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 asks: Do either of you watch anime? If so, what are your top three favorites? What other hobbies do you guys have? Wombat, do you watch any anime? I don't watch any anime. Not because I don't like anime. I just don't watch anime. My other hobbies, though, my other hobbies include, uh, <laughs> I do play the guitar uh -huh. and the bass, oh. and I do uh, read comic books, <laughs> Okay. and that's pretty much it. 
<laughs> All right, I watch anime, but not you know I'm not fanatical about it. But my favorites are uh, Ninja Scroll, uh, and I'm a big fan. I don't know if this really counts as anime. I guess it does, sort of. Is that I'm a big fan of the Miyazaki movies, which are huge here and everywhere. I guess um, I like um, Spirited Away and Princess Mononoke. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess that's my top three right there. There you go. Okay. I've, seen, what all other the, I've seen all those movies. I don't, I don't really have. I like movies. I like watching movies. I I pretty much rent a movie at least once a week. Um, yeah, that's about it. Cool. I read a book once in a while. Yeah, I don't really read books other than comic books. Okay. Thornbond three asks when when the CAG store opened, you said you were going to get Mrs. Cheapy to wear the thong, uh, the CAG thong. Well, were you successful, or did she, or did she say no? Like when you came out with came at her with the res trans vibrator so well i didn't actually buy the thong yet so i'm sure she would wear it i just haven't bought it but uh uh, regarding the res trans vibrator i was in a store yesterday (laughs) a a used a used game store yesterday oh i don't want to know this was there a used one and we saw Mrs. Chibi and I were looking around, and we saw the Res special pack that includes the tr- the vibrator, and it was used. Wow. And Mrs. Chibi, yeah, Mrs. Chibi was like, "Oh, it's used." That's gross. Meanwhile, I picked up. I've been starting to buy some stuff here that I can use for my planned upcoming CAG auctions for Child's Play charity mm-hmm. that we're gonna do later in the year. So I picked up a whole bunch of, uh, I guess you'd call them Bimani games uh, that I'm going to be auctioning off. I got Bust, the, these are all the J- Japan versions, but I got Bust a Move, I got some Beat Mania, I got Beat Mania and the Beat Mania 3rd Append 3rd Mix, I got Umjammer Lammy, Dancing Stage, and Dance Dance Revolution 2nd Remix Append Club Version 2. <laughs> so I'm going to like make a bundle of these and... You know, everybody should be thinking about what items they want to auction off for charity on eBay for for child's play. We're gonna have a contest. It's gonna be beautiful, beautiful. Very nice. Okay, Pinko writes in. Is there any chance you guys can get on Scott Rubin's All Games Radio Network? I don't know. Is there? Um, I checked it out. It looks like it's just a website that has a bunch of different video game podcasts. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there is a chance, but I don't know if they bring any value I, I looked at the website's popularity on uh alexa and it was wasn't very impressive so uh i'm gonna say there is a chance but maybe probably shouldn't wouldn't even bother wow aren't you a jerk mr yes. ego sorry i'm <laughs> holding out for the big big monies <laughs> be holding out for a long time uh, Alan Drafts says, great podcast, guys, and I don't say that lightly, having been unable even now to make it through one major Nelson podcast. Wombat, quick question. I'm a former Ziff Davis-er as well, and ever since the Ferg Cagcast I listened to, your voice has sounded awfully familiar. You're way too funny to have been a, one of my coworkers, but maybe I overheard you in in the elevator or something. The curiosity is killing me. Maybe you can throw me a bone and tell me what you did at Ziff Davis. I sold classified ad space for PC Magazine for three months. <laughs> so, chances are you did, and where this was in New York City, right? This was in New York City. Yep, in the in the Ziff okay. Davis building. Ziff the best thing about that job was uh, getting free video game magazines every month. 
like, in the lobby. In the lobby, them, right? yeah. They had them they in the lobby. Doing that, by yeah, the way, they know they did. That, well, they stopped doing it while I was even while I think while I was there. But all they right. would still, you'd still be able to get them. They'd be all over the floors, and they had the best okay. coffee machines ever. Okay, very yeah. nice. So you probably, Alan. I'm sorry, you probably don't know them. But you know, uh, I'd oh. come back if you have anything open. <laughs> oh man, the new job isn't going too well. We're not going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> Hova UK asks, "What does Rezon Acid mean? Is it related to the game in any way?" He's referring to once in a while. I'll throw some ads up on on Google, and I'll advertise on some gaming websites. And the ad says, "It's like Rezon Acid." Uh, chicks will dig you if you listen to the Cadcast or something like that. Um, yeah, of course it's related to the game. Have you ever played the game? If you, if you played it on acid, it would be crazy. So that's Your what we're alluding explode. to. Right. I mean, I didn't think that was much of a stretch, but you know, there you go. So uh, it's it's supposed to be a joke. Okay, we're sort of running out of time here. Okay, uh, Rukasu asks, my wife and I love origin stories, and we'd love to hear the origin of the Cheapy D Wombat team. Does it go way back to, to from the pre-CAG days, like when you were childhood friends, or was it genocized from the site? Well, uh, your parents were killed in an alleyway, and mine were killed at the circus. <laughs> right. And then we got together to fight crime <laughs> and make awful movies. <laughs> and, and awful podcasts. No! Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we may have talked about this before, but uh, here's what it is. Actually, I did not know Wombat at all before we started doing this. One day I get a phone call. I get an email from someone who tells me that they're a talent agent and that he thinks that... Right, it was an email first, uh -huh, right? I emailed you first, yep. Uh, and he says that he's a talent agent um, and that he thinks that the cheap-ass gamer could make a great radio show. And I, I actually recognize the company that you worked for, the name of the company, because mm -hmm. you have a very famous client, one, at least one super famous client, and I knew who it was, and... I was like, wow, I was all excited, and I was like, oh, my God, give me your phone number. I called you, and, you know, you told me the same thing. Um, little did I know that you really just wanted to be the co-host of the show and that we were going nowhere fast. Hey, that's not true. We went somewhere. Fast. You went to Japan. I went to Japan, <laughs> but that had nothing to do with you. No. Um, really. So that's the story, really, and the rest is history. I didn't know Wombat at all, and, you know, there it is. Next thing you know. I think it's almost better if you don't know the people because you, you don't do these inside jokes that nobody gets. Yeah, although now we do talk a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. No, we do. Okay. Defatty, yeah. Oh, he also wants to know uh, what did I do before moving to Japan? I worked for a nonprofit uh, in Manhattan doing uh, database administration, <laughs> but not technical database administration. Um, okay, very nice. Defatty asks, now that CatCast has proven to be a worthwhile endeavor, have you given any thought to alternative distribution channels? Xbox Live, for example, seems like the perfect place for the CatCast. That's got to be the biggest collection of the CAG audience of the planet. Heck, if Penny Arcade can charge people for, in my opinion, crappy dashboard artwork and gamer picks, why couldn't the CatCast be made available for free on Xbox Live 2? Defatty, I really appreciate your enthusiasm. But I think the chance of that happening is happening is slim and none. I just, I wish they would, but I don't know. After all the stuff I, we said about Major Nelson this week, I don't think that's even. No, we didn't say anything bad about him. I know, just but uh, you know, un unfortunately, comparing us to Penny Arcade is like uh, apples and oranges. They are so huge. I mean, 
you can't even compare the the traffic that Cheap Ass Gamer gets uh, to Penny Arcade. It's it's not even in the same freaking uh, ballpark. No, it's kind of so, sad. Sad enough. Um, what else? I think maybe that's. Oh, here's one last one. DC Fox asks, "Hey, Cheapy and Wombat, let's say hypothetically that CAG gains so much clout that I, you could hire any actress, singer, model, or celebrity in general to be the spokesperson for CAG. Who would it be, and why?" Hmm. Wombat. I'm thinking. I know who would mind be. Okay, okay I'll go you first. You go then. first. Is it RoboCop? It's not RoboCop. <laughs> it's Howard Stern. Oh, there my you go. Hero. My hero. I've been listening to Howard Stern since uh, high school, which has been a, which is a long time ago. Uh, and uh, I have a lot of respect for him. I think he's really funny. Uh, I bootleg his show on the internet now, and I listen <laughs> to it all the time. And uh, he brings me a lot of pleasure here. When I get lonely because I have no friends, yeah, I turn creepy. on Howard Stern, and it's like I have a friend. That's almost sweet. Yeah. Um, you got anybody? I, Batman? I, ba- Batman? Batman's a scientist. Uh <laughs> I was going to say Mel Gibson, but I can't anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, he also had a good suggestion for us while you think about it. He says, I think a great idea for a new show feature would be to talk about some of the hottest threads in each forum. I mean, after all, Keg isn't just about the games. It's also about the community. Thanks and keep up the great work, guys. Good luck on your diet, Wombat. Sounds like you don't need it. Yes, that is a good idea. Let's incorporate that next week. Okay, we'll talk about that next week, and I'm going to go with Wilmer Valderrama. <laughs> why? You know why. Because he, re- <laughs> he revealed he had a big penis on Howard Stern, that and then he had sex with Mandy Moore exactly. and uh, Lindsay Lohan. Yep, he's my hero. Okay, yeah, very okay. nice. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> thanks for listening. I'm going to be thinking about this now. I'm just going to be thinking about this celebrity thing until next week. Great, you okay. do that. Bye. Oh, hey, what's up? I'm Button, he's Russell. Okay, hey. Chicks, the steel Game Boy game? Hey, hey, cool box. I mean, he doesn't get it, but here's what you do. Not keep thinking, right? Because you got a box and they make this little box and then you close it in. Whoa, level five. Yes. This doesn't even have any eyes. I know, it's weird, but it sees you, right? Duck. Then this little Mario guy comes out and starts singing to you. Weird. Kicks for Game Boy. I give it an A. Nintendo. I know you're kind. I read the emails and I've seen and I know you're kind. I read the emails and I've seen MW18s with more games than that. You can't explain. I know you're kind. I read these em. I know you're kind. I read the emails and I have seen MW18s with more games than that. You can't. You, you slower, can't. Slower, slower. I know your kind. I read that. I, I know your kind. I read the emails, and I have seen. End up, I know your kind. I read the emails, and I have seen WNBA teams with more game than that. You can't explain. No, I do the explaining around here. No, I do the explaining around here, and I like to explain that if you talk to my daughter again, I'm gonna stick my leg so far up you behind so far. Up your behind, you're going to wonder why your mom tastes like hoof. <laughs>